Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 50 of On the Flank. I am one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. How does it feel to 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 be 50, 50 years old in, in podcast years, Joe? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I was... Um... I was just saying, we're one week away from being a calendar year old. Our first episode all the way back in August of 2018, we were talking about the All-Star Weekend from from uh, Season 1, and now here we are. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. Um, yeah, a whole year ago. Wow. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what our podcast is going to be like again during the off-season. We talked about All-Star Weekend, we talked about World Cup, I guess. And we, t- I mean, last year we took we took a lot of time to talk about uh about the new team's branding, of course. Uh, yeah. but, but that's not going to happen this year. Maybe we can grade where maybe they'll all like announce um, where they're going to be playing next year, and we can grade the stadium um, and the in the area who who we think's going to have the best fans. I mean, we'll we'll have. Uh... Uh, like the contenders gauntlets to talk about and stuff too. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. I'm excited for contenders gauntlet, um, which I believe people are getting. Teams are getting qualified for that um, recently, right? Yeah, they just had. Uh, I think uh, both in a finals like last night. I think. Mm, that's uh, huge. This, what this wasn't on our rundown, but we can talk about that briefly. Yeah, all. Um, NA West and NA East um, both both had their finals, and it looks like um, Contenders Pacific as well has crowned a champion. Um, mm. So Talon Esports um, out of Contenders Pacific, um, and then it was let's see, Envy, uh, Envy and XL2 Academy uh, were were competing in NA West. It looks like Envy beat XL2, uh, making half a cool. Interestingly, um, I forget if they said uh, one of the the first or one of the first, maybe like the second um, contenders player ever to win in two different regions. Mm. Uh, once in EU for British Hurricane and now um, in 2019 Season 2 for Team Envy. Uh, but Envy and XL2 Academy are both in, as are Atlanta, who beats um, Gladiators Legion um, in the East. So that's the okay. thing. Well, yeah, so Funny Astro also it, um, counts as um, has won in two different regions now, again with British Hurricane, I believe. Wow, these British Hurricane team our players are just they're 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 world travelers, and they're they're dominating everywhere apparently. Um, so those, so it's Korea, China, and EU still have yet to determine their okay their uh, champions. So so NV XL two Atlanta Academy Gladiators Legion they all make the gauntlet. It's the top two from each of those. Yep. For Korea, yeah. it's top three. Three. Because of something, I can't remember why. <laughs> because of something, yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, it was they like, it, it was because of the. Yeah, I think it was because of the. What was the the Pacific and Atlantic showdown? Like determined some of these. I feel like. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, they uh, three Korean teams, only one EU team, and one China Chinese team to to go there. Uh, Talon Esports from Pacific. Yes, Talon Esports. I'm so sorry that I didn't mention <laughs> you. 
Um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. That's uh, that's October 9th is when the gauntlet happens in Seoul, uh, in Seoul, South Korea, of course. Okay, you want to so talk your, about your random spontaneous um, show segment right there? Yeah, boom, boom. You just witnessed uh, some improv from from the boys. We we improv that. <laughs> Um, of course, the rest of the show is scripted. We go by uh, a strict script that I, that me and Joe write every week, just word for word. So, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's talk about professional Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch League is what the league's called, actually, Joe. Um, and we're we're pretty deep into into two 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 now. We're we're getting a feel for who's good, who's not good. Um, apparently the, uh, the Florida man, pretty good. Washington justice, pretty good. Um, but they don't matter anymore. Which is- <laughs> they don't matter. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, so I don't know how much I want to talk about them on the podcast show, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a shame they're not even doing like stage four playoffs because I mean, right now Washington's sitting at five and oh, top of the standings. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Still. <laughs> it was crazy last week. It was crazy the week before. It's, it's so crazy. It's going to be crazy all the time here. Um, I'm hyped. The Washington Justice being good only gets me hype for the U.S. World Cup team and how well Corey can do on it, Joe. That's that's what this is getting me hyped for. It's uh, true. Um, but, yeah. Florida Mayhem also performing well, even though they 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 were able to pull off a win against Toronto Defiant three one, but they were just short of beating Los Angeles Valiant um, in a very close very close match uh, two to one. Los Angeles Valiant ended up winning that one, uh, which was huge for Los Angeles Valiant because they need to keep winning to stay in stay in the playoff hunt here, and now they're in a they're in a very good position. Um, only only one win back of Atlanta and Chengdu. Uh, and with how erratically Chengdu plays, and we don't know when they're going to win and when they're going to lose because they lost to Hangzhou Spark this week. Um, I think could sneak in there. I think, Joe, I think we should... I know this isn't in the rundown, and this would be another <laughs> improv thing. Um, Talk about which teams are going to make it and which aren't. Yes. You read my I was mind. I so, was sort of thinking that myself, yeah. Mm. It's it's a good week to do it. Yeah, I agree. So what I mean, what who do you think is that who do you think that's let's let's start with um let's start with top six. Do you think top six changes at all, Joe? Top six. Um let's right. see, I mean um Dynasty, like Soul only has two more matches to try to hit sixteen wins. Um and they're playing I believe Philly and uh, Shanghai. Um, this is, this is, those two are both going to be close. I think we're actually picking Seoul Shanghai um, this week later in the show. Um, the, 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 I think Seoul could reasonably make it up there with a win over one of those two. And I think um, I think actually two wins is possible for them. It's going to be close for sure. But um, So that makes um, three 16s up there. And then Sparks still also has two more matches against Dallas. Um, and the Los Angeles Gladiators. So I think Spark is also going to finish with 16 wins easily. Um, 
and from there it's a whole big mess. <laughs> but as far as, I mean, Shanghai's sitting there. They've also got, uh, they've got three matches left. I don't think they're going to be able to go three and zero against what Seoul, Paris, and uh, Hangzhou. Um, they could. I, I don't know. <laughs> there's like there's like uh, four or five teams right now that could finish with 16 wins. Well, then we got Charge and Fusion sitting at 14 also, but those are I think are a little bit less likely. Yeah, um, I think the top six is pretty much a show with the top six right now. If you guys didn't know, listening, it's Titans, Excelsior, Shock, Gladiator, Spark, Spitfire, um, and they're all. I don't know, Spark. I think Spark, if anyone. It's Spark who's going to get kicked out of those top six, but they are, like Joe's saying, they're going to need to lose their next, their last three games uh, against the Dallas Fuel, the Gladiators, and the Shanghai Dragons, um, which they definitely could easily lose versus the Dragons, the Gladiators. Um, the Dallas Fuel aren't that good of a team, is the issue here, uh, because they could easily just beat them. Uh, and the Spark, I mean, they've. They're having a lot of trouble right now. Um, so they could easily just drop the next three games um, and then Shanghai Dragons or Seoul Dynasty take their top, their top six spot, which I think they deserve. I don't think Spark is a top six team right now. So um, I'd, I'd love to see I'd love to see them out of the top six and possibly not even making playoffs. Because honestly, if they if the Spark make top 12, I don't think they're one of those two teams Um that end up grabbing the final two playoff spots, Joe. So they're, they're really, yeah, I, I would tend to agree. I think. Yeah. Um, we're smart people, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, smart, smart people who said for an entire season, this, that the spark are bad. And now they're sitting at number five, but you know, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> well, we're right in the end. Joe. <laughs> That's true. It's true. No, I got I got pretty hype. You didn't get hype on the spark too often. I got hype. That's true. Like like mid stage. Yeah, stage three. I was super hype about the spark, and I was like, oh, this is one of the best teams. Uh, but they're they're pretty awful now, and they have a lot of drama around their organization. So it's not looking good. Um, who's gonna squeeze in to this top twelve here? Because the, we still got four teams in the running that aren't in the top twelve: the uprising, the eternal, the fuel, the valiant. So let's just go through it that way and say out of those four teams, do you think any of those four teams are are, are going to be in the top 12 at the end of end of this season, Joe? I'm just going to say straight up no. Because um, uh, I think uh, based on numbers, uh, uh, Dallas, Paris, and Boston are all um, only technically not eliminated because there could be a bunch of crazy upsets that happen. Um so, so barring those, um, which I think is, is pretty likely to be barring those, because like they both have, or they already have fifteen or sixteen losses. Um, so barring tons of crazy upsets, which I don't think are going to happen, I think yeah, Dallas, Paris, and Boston are already out, um, and then Valiant has to go three zero um, against uh, Boston, which could be a win, but then also against uh, the LA Gladiators and the Shock uh, during this uh, Kit Kat weekend. And granted, that's uh, granted, that is at home technically uh, for the LA Valiant, but uh, I don't think that uh, they're going to be able to pull off the 2-0 weekend in Week Five, which is unfortunate. But you know, that's kind of what we're looking at. Um, 
and, and yeah, so that that puts uh, that puts LA Valley now too. I really think, even though they're like we said, only two or only one game behind, uh, or only one win behind eleventh. Uh, I'm not quite sure that's going to happen. Yeah, uh, I'm not quite sure who who did Chengdu also play the Shock, and then they play Houston, um, and they only have two games left. They're not playing in the rivalry weekend at all. Um, so that's that's their best chance, I guess. Atlanta is also. I mean, they're facing Washington. They're facing London. Um, they're facing they have four games left. They're facing Fuel in Boston. Uh, so I think Atlanta goes two two, probably, and they ended up they end up at fourteen and fourteen, which would mean the Valiant have to go three zero to up upstage the the rain. Um, God, yeah, it's gonna be hard for the Valiant, especially since they have such a tough schedule. Um, I could see them pulling off one win, and it's against the Gladiators. And as a Gladiators fan, that that scares me, and I don't like that. Um, but I could also see them not pull off any win during this rivalry weekend. I mean, it's you said it's a home game for the Valiant. It's also a home game for the Gladiators. Um, and I mean, every game's in LA. <laughs> yeah, because well, this is like the actual like LA Valiant weekend, though. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know who will. We'll see. I mean, we obviously here in LA, you have fans of like every team because that's what fills up the arena every week as fans of every team almost, but mostly Valiant, mostly Gladiators fans. We'll see. We'll see if this is a real home field advantage or not. How many, how many Valiant fans are going to be in that crowd? Um, but I'm excited. I'm so excited for that rivalry weekend. So I think I agree with you, Joe, that I don't think that I think this is the top 12 we have right here already. Um, and I think it's, I think it's deserved. Like if the Valiant kicked out the hunters or the rain, like I would be sad. I think the hunters and rain are both good in this meta. And I think a lot of people are like rating the hunters, like top five and power rankings and all this stuff. Well, before they lost on Joe spark, um, like people, the, the peak of, of the Atlanta rain and Chengdu hunters are very high. So it'd be, it'd be sad to see them kicked out. Um, even though we, we do think, I, I think the Valiant are just outside that, that top 12. Okay. So we, we got that out of the way. That means, and for, well, I guess for the podcast listeners who don't have this fancy graphic in front of us, we were looking at the one they put in, uh, the Watchpoint post show at the end of week three. But so seven through 12, uh, we already did one through six, but seven through 12 right now, uh, is Seoul, Shanghai, uh, Guangzhou charge, Philly, Atlanta rain, and then Chengdu at 12. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's okay. Let's now let's go on to, um, out of those, those teams in the play in Joe, who are the two that make it to the playoffs? So basically, just top eight, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether whether or not you know Spark hits there or not. Uh, so just, first of all, does Spark fall out? Um, what did I just say? I feel like I just made a verdict on that. You said no. No, they don't fall out. Yeah, because I think they beat Dallas, and that ought to be enough. I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, well. Yeah. The, wait. If well, unless Dallas. unless Dynasty goes two zero. Unless Dynasty goes too ho and or unless Shanghai, honestly, I Spark could easily just fall out. Yeah, I was gonna say because they don't have a very high map. Uh, yeah, map yeah. I think they beat Dallas, but then they end up sixteen and 
12 probably yeah so if well who does dynasty play yeah i think they probably easily could follow dynasty plays well they play shanghai it's either going to be shanghai or dynasty taking their spot um if i mean shanghai's if we'll see tonight who wins versus between seoul and shanghai and then whoever whoever wins this game i i will side on taking out uh hangzhou spark um, because I think they got pretty. I mean, Shanghai has to play Paris and then Hangzhou after that, and then it's true. Seoul. Wait, who else does Seoul play? Oh, Philly Fusion. Yeah. Mm, so if Hangzhou is out and one of those two is in, then let's see. Presumably, the other one, either Seoul or Shanghai, will will still stay at seven or eight or at. We'll still take the seventh or eighth spot. Um, but then out of Guangzhou, Philly, Atlanta, Chengdu. That's a good question. I mean, Guangzhou's been doing super well, like, in this meta. Um, and so, like, talking about play-ins and stuff, it's, it's going to be a lot more of the same play-ins, playoffs. Um, you you kind of want to think they've got an edge there um, over... Teams like Philly or Hangzhou, who've not been doing particularly well, um, or even Shanghai is not looking terribly great. But neither it's, neither is Seoul. So, um, hmm. yeah. So I think probably top eight will include Seoul and Shanghai. I think, uh, and this might be contradictory to what I've already said, but yeah, probably Seoul and Shanghai. London stays in there, um, and then. Maybe Guangzhou, um, and and you're right. I think a team like like Chung, Chengdu could pull off some miracle playoff run and and slip in too. I don't know how well they do in in playoffs, but they could realistically probably make it into play-ins. Yeah, or make it through the play-ins. They're too they're too all over the place. You can't you can't predict how good how good they're going to be. Their peaks are great, but they also are randomly just awful. Um, but yeah, I'm. So here's the thing. I, after looking at this, I don't think the Spark's going to make top six. Um, and I guess I should just... I think... Hmm. Okay. Out of Between the Spark Dynasty Dragons, whoever makes top six is in playoffs. They're fine. But whoever doesn't make top six out of those three teams, I don't think are going to make top eight. Oh, I think the Guangzhou Charge is going to make top eight. And I think uh, the Chengdu Hunters are going to make top eight. Um, I, I think those two teams, maybe even Atlanta Reign, are are better than um, the Dynasty Dragons and Spark right now. So um, that's who I got. I, I'm very hype on the charge. I think I'm guaranteeing the charge get that, that first spot in the top eight. Um, but besides that, well, what about the charge? What Could they also make it into top six? Everyone can make it into top six, Joe. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, if I mean, if Spark don't win one game, they could. But that's that's it. Because um, Charge also played the Dallas Fuel. I like the Charge a lot, Joe. That's that's my point. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the summary. <laughs> yes, that is the summary. Uh, should we talk, should we talk about last week at all, Joe? 
Yeah, we probably should. Yeah, yeah. at least briefly. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do on the show usually. It's true. It's true. Uh, we would be we we would be fools not to talk about the first game of last week, which uh, was the London Spitfire versus Vancouver Titans, the two teams that got uh, upset the previous week, finally coming together to face to face off against each other. Um, and Joe, I think this was your game to rewatch, right? It's true. It feels like forever ago already. But um, but yeah, no, this was a, this was a a really good match. I thought. I mean, um, lots of back and forth maps, fancy holds, extra rounds, uh, all that fun stuff. I mean, it just wasn't quite enough um, for London in the end, going all the way to the third round of of Ilios in map five. Um, I should really like make notes on these or something if we're doing Thursday morning shows, but, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it was good to see both these teams like back in form, um, again, after some, some weird losses, uh, the week before. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, like we said, these are teams that are both, um, looking at top six and they may run into each other sooner rather than later, even, uh, um, in the playoffs. So it's, it's cool to see a rematch of these guys with, um, you know, see who who can become their Sigma player <laughs> if that becomes a thing. You know, stuff mm. like that. Yeah, I would love to see Sigma, uh, just for his awesome ultimate voice line that I love. Uh, I played a lot of Overwatch last night, Joe. Um, Rollock, Rollock for life. Um, yeah, but I, I this was this was a great game. I agree with you, Joe. Um, I I expected Vancouver to win this one, and they did, but it was a lot closer than I thought it was. A lot of Reaper May played. Um, But yeah, this is uh, these are two top six teams currently, and I think both me and Joe believe they will be top six in the end and be in the playoffs. So uh, hopefully we see that that rematch. But Vancouver is having a tough stage here versus Atlanta versus the best Atlantic teams, which is London and New York, who they only play once this season. So this is the first time we saw the, these two teams play. They'll play in week five. Vancouver is going to play NYXL. So uh, we get to see some exciting games against the Atlantic division, who the Atlantic division is kind of a joke. So that's fun. Um, let's talk Guangzhou next show, because Guangzhou is featured in my game to rewatch which is versus the Soul Dynasty, um, which is a game you need to rewatch, Joe. It's true. It's true. I, I was telling you before the show, that was like the one match that I missed <laughs> that I didn't get around to uh, seeing before this week, but or before this show. But it sounds like you got to go do that still. Mm, you definitely do. Um, yeah, it was a late night match. I don't blame you. Um, but... I, it, it's a great i mean guangzhou charge this this just sealed it for me um soul dominant on the first two maps looking really good and then guangzhou coming out after half um and and squeaking out map wins um on king's row on route 66 and on lijiang tower uh to beat the soul dynasty uh, and another match versus two teams who are very close to each other in the standings um and this is my match to rewatch, but it's also home of my weekly MVP, Joe Nero, who I think has been performing super well in this 2 2 2 so far and helping Guangzhou Charge look like one of the best teams uh, in the league on in this in this 
meta, this new 222 meta. I know you don't, you don't like people saying that, Joe, but... Uh. <laughs> well, it, it, it is, you know, the meta that has arisen because of 222. That's that's fair to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, Guangzhou Chur is 5-1 now um, in this stage. That's, that's very good. Um, it's fun to look at the stage standings despite the fact they don't matter <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. We got three undefeated teams one is atlanta one is washington mm-hmm. um we all knew that was gonna happen crazy. we all knew that was gonna happen this is not crazy to me because i'm smart and i knew it was gonna happen <laughs> that's that's the new persona i should take on this podcast like you're you're <laughs> reacting to like this crazy upset i'm like i knew it was gonna happen I, this is just boring to me because i i know too much <laughs> I'm the smartest man alive. Okay, uh-huh. super calculated. It's, it's, you're the you're the the wizard young of of podcasting. Wizard Wizard Hung's uh, he's a genius. He's he's Moneyball. Um, he's Brad Pitt from the movie Moneyball. Uh, <laughs> Billy Bean style. Okay. Um, what else should we talk about, Joe, from this week? I mean, was there anything that was like unexpected? See, uh, unexpected, I don't know. Just looking through, um, it's worth mentioning uh, second match of the week, Paris beat Philly um, to keep themselves alive and to keep Philly out of Top certainty. Uh, they, they were looking at 15 and 12, uh, but as it is, they're 14 and 13 now, and Paris is still technically alive, which is something that was a that was another close series, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good series. Yeah, all on the first day too um we had other good series like the dallas field versus los angeles gladiators where uh, or my bad los angeles big geese i'm so sorry <laughs> um where the big geese reverse swept uh the fuel three three two and they retired the big geese name and brand after this match joe uh so the big geese are they're they're undefeated, undefeated for the rest of time the best team in the league ever yeah i mean they've never lost um and they they never will unless they bring it back we'll see if they bring it back um san francisco shock continued their dominance i mean let's just ask the question to you joe san san francisco shock um are they the team to beat right now are they the best team in 222 so far are are they are they are they gonna they're they gonna win it all? I think um, right now, uh, specifically right now, I think yeah, they're easily one of the best. Like, including the past uh, past performance, and then right now, yeah, easily one of the best teams we're looking at here. I think Gladiators are there, kind of, um, and I think by the time we get to the postseason, it's they're gonna be a lot more. Uh, a lot more like sure of themselves, I think, uh, and, and a lot more confidence that that's actually, uh, you, you know, a, a position that they can be. Um, yeah, not quite there yet. I think is is fair to say, but, um, uh, but, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that the shock this is their this is their thing to do, and this. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but but yes, <laughs> they're they're the team to beat. I think right now. Yeah, I definitely think they're the team to beat. 
three one in Shanghai Dragons this week, four zero in Dallas Fuel. Um, they have like, <laughs> I mean, we knew this was going to happen, so it's not also not that big of a surprise. But basically, their whole starting roster is completely different at this point um, in this meta, which is working out great for them. So, um, not working out great for the people who uh who are hyped for the mvp race joe right um i I mean i voted for sinatra we barely see the man anymore um but he's my mvp i guess (laughs) it's true super weird um the only other big surprise this week was the i mean the hangzhou spark played a lot better this week three two against uh new york they lost three two against new york in a very close series and then they ended up beating the chengdu hunters three to one um i think two days in a row even yeah i uh, i mean they had a good week joe are you i mean we talked about this a little bit but are you back on the bandwagon at all do you think they're improve slightly improving in two 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 and can and can actually compete with teams now um and maybe maybe even have a chance to to gain some playoff wins hangzhou yes <laughs> i mean it's, it's you know, we just sort of talked about it already i think they're definitely beating dallas uh dallas has not really looked good i mean despite you know like individual success that they've had but like as a team dallas has not really looked good this stage um and so that's their uh it's the second game of the week this week tonight i guess since it's thursday but um i don't know they're gonna be like right on the bubble um obviously they've secured top 12 and so they'll be in our play-in tournament but yeah i'm not not sure how much success they'll actually have once they uh once they get into it yeah yeah um i agree with you there i mean it's it's nice to see a better week from them after all this drama that's been happening but still weren't able to pull out the win against nyxl who is who ended up getting 4-0'd against Guangzhou charge later this week um but he did pull off the win against Chengdu, which is good uh because they're one of the best best teams uh currently in this stage too so that's a pretty big win, but uh, I think we're both not too high on this team. Um, anything else you wanted to... I mean, we could talk about Philly Fusion, your boys, because they are. Um, they then went 4-0. We talked about Paris, the Paris game. They then lost 4-0 to Vancouver Titans. Um, you, you're shaking in your boots at all, Joe, about the Philadelphia Fusion here. Yeah, Philly plays like a team that just has... They're, they've resigned themselves to, to wherever they end up, which is sort of weird for a team that's sitting right on the edge of 15 wins. Um, and they do, in fact, only have one match left against Seoul. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I mean, obviously they'll have um, so, some decent prospects coming into next season, but this is a team that really can't be... Um, looking that far ahead quite yet but yeah uh really really close really close losses i think the carpe reaper is um sometimes uh you know sometimes leaves a little bit to be desired uh that's that's being worked on still i mean vancouver they didn't i don't think really expect to win um you know 4-0 is not exactly what you want to look at especially when you're looking at this you know 600 way tie that we've got going on potentially um 
like right on these bubbles. But but yeah, I think definitely Philly Soul is absolutely a must-win game for them. Um, but he's like Soul in, in lots of ways. It's just a, a you know people talk about like gatekeeper teams for for like uh, uh, for like teams we know for sure like are. Um, like right on the border between like the good teams and the bad teams, and if you can beat them, um, you, you know that's sort of a marker of like how good you are. But um, I, I think Seoul is definitely one of those, and Philly's gotta uh, really show up here in week four, I guess it is. It is week four. That's correct. Uh, I think Philly's pretty lucky that uh, LA Valiant would have to basically just win out against very hard teams for them not to be in playoffs here. Um, because they're not looking too sharp here. Uh, that would probably, I would probably rather have Valiant in over Philly based off how they're performing. But um, Philly's got talent; they could, they could, they could do do some fun things in the play in. We'll we'll see, we'll see how they're doing these last two weeks. Um, but so far, not too impressed with them this stage. Uh, like I thought it was going to be. Anything else from this week? You didn't hand out an MVP, Joe. That's true, but I've got one. And who was it? Oh, yeah. So, um, actually, this was a, it's interesting. I have just like almost two I could give out practically um, based on um, based on performances this week, uh, both from the Florida Mayhem. Uh, we talked about uh, Florida over t- Florida beating Toronto um, in a close match against LA Valiant. I think besides... Um, Sia player who just absolutely carries the team on his back every time they go out. I think that's it's not even a context, uh, not even a contest really. But this week, um, my MVP actually is going to Gargoyle, uh, recent addition to the Florida Mayhem on the uh, uh, I guess the off tank role, playing lots of Diva, playing lots of uh, Roadhog. Uh, this week, I want to say it was the Valiant game. He finished Junker Town with like a ninety-three percent hook accuracy or something ridiculous like that. Uh, or maybe it was the map before that. Um, but s- incredible Roadhog. Yeah, it might have been Hollywood. Um, incredible Roadhog. Uh, lots of really clutch Diva play, too. Um, and like I said, side player is always an MVP, but uh, Gargoyle this week specifically uh, was just popping off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This. I mean, this guy's great on the hog. Uh, he, he deserves your MVP, Joe. I agree. Um, despite their season not mattering anymore, the Florida Mayhem. I've impressed with their new roster so far. They're looking, they're looking good actually, which is good. For, which is the first time in their franchise history someone has said that. Um, but yeah, that's that's a good MVP, and that was that was our recap of Stage Four Week Three. Uh, nothing too exciting that week, but some some good games, some good games in there. Uh, I would review the standings, but we mostly talked about the standings there, so we don't need to review the standings. So let's move on to the news, Joe. Washington Justice have officially released Fozix, um, who was one of the first players, one of the first players on this Washington Justice roster. Um, they've now had so many roster changes, and now Fozix, um, he's out of here, Joe, which uh, makes sense, right? I mean, he he doesn't, yeah. he's, he's not really... He hasn't hasn't played in quite a while and um you know according to rumors has been not very associated with the team in quite a while <laughs> but yes he what has been finally released or officially 
What are the rumors, Joe? I haven't heard the rumors. Oh, it, this, uh, and I haven't been following the story closely, but um, on the, the Reddit thread with this announcement, people were saying, you know, oh, he was kicked out of the team house several weeks ago and hmm. and and whatever. And, and apparently this was just basically um, a release in name only after what has been a release in effect for a long time. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know any of that, but <laughs> wow. Um, guess, guess, guess Washington Justice do not like Fozix too much, and he doesn't like them either. Um, but yeah, I, I guess that's the official release of Fozix. Um, moving on to a patch, Joe, because something went live this week. It's true. Just a little something we got, uh, which of course was, uh, the official release of Roll Queue, mm-hmm. which is cool. Uh, obviously, we went over this when it was on the PTR two, um, and there hasn't been t- there haven't been tons of changes uh, from that PTR release, so I won't go in depth. Uh, but Roll Queue is live. Two 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 is live in most game modes, um, and you can play the Roll Queue beta season, which is live now. I think it's like two or three weeks or something. Um, you can go get placed and get rewards and all that fun stuff. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, there, like I said, a couple changes even from the PTR. Um, notably, there was on the PTR there was a nerf to global ultimate charge um, that every single ultimate costs fifteen percent more on the PTR. Um, when this patch moved to live, it's been reduced to twelve percent. Uh, so evidently, they thought that that um, increased uh, uh, increased cost was a little bit. Uh, too much, and so they, they brought that down a little bit, only to 12% more. Um, let's see. I wrote some of these down so I wouldn't forget. Uh, Smithers Teleporter, um, I forget exactly the details of its update on the PTR, uh, but notably the cooldown hasn't changed now. Um, originally they had made the cooldown longer, um, and then people complained, I think, and so there is now no cooldown change. Um, I believe that's the only difference with the teleporter from PTR to live. Um, and then the Wrecking Ball Mines, um, uh, their projectile speed was increased, I think, on PTR from 10 to 13, maybe, or 15. Uh, on live, uh, the, the speed of these projectiles is now 12 um, of whatever unit it happens to be. Um, so, so it's not not quite um, as spread out is the effect that that has, is it changes the spread of the mines, so it's a little bit less than it was on the PTR. Um, I believe that's all the differences from the uh, PTR patch to what is now on live. So if you want to get more details on that patch, you can go back and watch our old, or listen to our old show, I guess, or look them up online. But um, yeah, big, uh, big, big changes. Um, I'm sure we'll see more too in the future as um, we get a bunch of balance to make a, a better two, 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 probably some, probably some main nerfs or reaper nerfs coming down the pipeline i would think but uh yeah yeah and so there's nothing on the ptr currently yeah um and apparently some roadhog changes in the future stuff like that to adjust to 222 mm-hmm. but this is probably this is the patch that that uh overwatch league playoffs is going to be played on uh so uh we might maybe see i mean the hanzo nerf's not that big i mean Maybe we'll see Brig again, Joe, um, which everyone wants to, right? Everyone misses Brig. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be nice, I think, uh, just for a little a little change of pace, you know, just seeing how you 
how you even play her actually as a healer. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I was watching Seagull play her as a healer. Um, and I, I don't know. I was confused. I mean, most of her healing is like a passive healing. So you like, don't, you don't feel it really. Right. Um, but her new armor packs are, are cool. I, it's, I think it's going to take a lot of brains to use them and decide who to put them on. Um, I mean, obviously the first thing you do is put it on someone who's really low. Um, but I think that's the biggest part because I think half the time he was like, when do I use these? When, who do I put it on? You know, uh, because they're different now. So it's true. Uh, I think that's going to be an interesting part. I'm, I'm interested to see if Sigma's in the playoffs at all. And, uh, honestly, I love Rolock so much so far. I, I played maybe five games of placements and it was just awesome to be able to play i mean it gets rid of the biggest thing which is people getting mad because they want to play damage or a role that you also want to play i mean it just gets rid of that completely which gets rid of a lot of uh anxiety people have at, at, during an overwatch game so it's, it's true yeah uh go check that out if you haven't yet um, we've been going every week. We've been, uh, well, starting last week, we've been going through, uh, some rosters here, uh, for the, for the Overwatch World Cup, because most countries have, have announced their rosters at this point. Uh, it just depends whether or not they've whittled it down to seven or they are still at 12. Um, but we've been, last week we read off the, uh, South Korea and Canada rosters, this week, we're doing China and France. Um, but yeah, let's start with China. Uh, they got Eileen Jinmu, of course, Eileen from Guangzhou Charge, Jinmu from Chengdu Hunters, and then they got Leave. Um, they on tank, they got Elsa Gushui on support. They got uh, Kayo and Yviltel. Um, so lots of Chengdu Hunters on this team, Joe. Um, Absolutely, and future Chengdu hunters. Yes, leave. Looking at leave, <laughs> he is also a Chengdu hunter. Um, but it makes sense, right? They, they, they've got mostly a Chinese roster, um, and and they're all pretty pretty good players. <laughs> Absolutely, I think it was um, uh, certainly Veltal. Maybe Kyo too um, played for Team China last year, as did Gu Shui, as did Leave, as did Jinmu? Question mark. Uh, so, so several several vets coming back, um, and obviously leave just was incredible, and in, uh, uh, in particular was just incredible in the Overwatch World Cup last year. Uh, and Gushui, that's sort of where he made his name. Um, so it's gonna be cool to, to see all them back. Um, yeah, and you know, like they've they've proved themselves now against lots of these other um, players too. So it's you know that. Um, they might even have more fans coming into coming into this season. I think is um, definitely reasonable to think. Yes, no Jinmu on last year's roster. Crystal, Shy, and Leave were the three DPS on last year's roster. Um, and then Yveltal and Gushue, you were correct on those. Those are the only other two. Elsa and Kai are are new to 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 the World Cup roster this this year. But yeah, last year they they got second. Um, and had a really good performance, best performance for China so far in the World Cup. So um, 
expectations are now very high for this team and and they got players who are performing well in the overwatch league too so um this is it it's going to be a team everyone's looking out for now uh absolutely yeah uh, and rightly so as far as i'm as far as i know <laughs> oh yeah yeah um france uh, they don't have a seven-team roster now, right now, so they have a lot of players that I'm going to have to read off, um, and a lot of <laughs> DPS players that I'm going to have to read off. Seven of them, um, and a lot of them, a majority of them from contenders. Uh, we got Leaf, and I, God, there are so many that I'm just going to have so much trouble pronouncing. Joe, this is great. Leaf Kagasi. <laughs> um, hardest i guess i'm just gonna pronounce the q as an a um i assume so uh tsuna asking and then akm and soon um so two of those players are from the samsung morning stars got some british hurricane in there with tsuna revival team gigante leaf um and then of course akm and soon are in the overwatch league akm dallas fuel soon paris eternal um and then tank yeah, you got two Samsung Morning Stars guys with Tex 36 and Chubbs, and then you have Poco from the Philadelphia Fusion. Support you got um, Hip and then FD God. Um, lots of contenders talent in here, Joe. Um, if you had to, I mean, I mean, I think I guarantee soon is on the top seven because that man is insane and can carry a whole team. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Poco stays. I'm sure both the supports that they have listed stay. <laughs> um, I imagine they go with with three DPS uh, and two tanks and two supports, just because that's seems to be the standard. Um, uh, lots, lots of these other teams. So that's you know, you know, four four of the DPS listed currently, and one of the tanks are going away. Um, but yeah, I'm sure Poco is going to make it. I mean, he was. Um, you know, not only uh, super good on on Philly, but you know also um, even last World Cup, he was he was still playing well. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and I don't see how you can um, really justify much against AK, AKM and Soon, other than I guess that they have pretty similar hero pools. But um, you know, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, um, Soon, AKM, Poco, um, all on last year's team. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I think they'll all be back this year. Um, but last year, France lost quarterfinals against Canada. Um, they had some good performances, uh, in qualifiers and stuff like that. Um, they had their own qualifier, the Paris qualifier where their, their crowd went absolutely insane. Um, so this team, this team usually, usually pretty good. Uh, so I think they, they can compete with, with top teams, um, they just, they've got, they've, they, they don't have enough Overwatch League talent probably on this. I mean, they didn't, they didn't take too many Paris Eternal players here. Um, it's a lot of contenders talent, so we'll see how they perform. A bunch of unknowns, a bunch of question marks on how these contenders players can perform against, um, against the Overwatch League teams. So, and Overwatch League players. Uh, so it'll be interesting to watch France this year. Um, Absolutely. yeah, uh, next, next week we'll, we'll, we'll do the United States and the United Kingdom two United and, countries. 
And maybe by then we'll have a, a seven-man roster for the U.S. Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, it's been a while. But if we if they don't, Joe, then we get to predict who their seven-man roster is going to be, and that's fun. It's true. Um, that is true. Yeah, but let's preview stage four, week four. Um, how's how's our prediction standings looking, Joe? Um, I have these pulled up. It looks like, um, yeah, you, yeah, you pulled away from me a little bit this time. Um, I think you had three and I had two this week. Uh, out of the four matches we predicted, this was sitting 41 to 38. Um, out of the 68 matches we predicted. Mm, okay. Uh, so it's looking like Joe's going to probably have to start opposing my picks here if you want to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which he's it's probably true. He's not excited about. Oh yeah. Also, I want to mention. I want to thank Erster for for liking our uh, my MB our our MVP tweet from last week. Thank you, Erster. Ooh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he liked he liked that I gave him MVP, and you you were the MVP, Erster. So I know you listen. I know you listen to us for sure. Biggest fan. Okay, uh, this week. Joe, you've pointed out here with a with a nice little fun fact: nine teams left whose postseason is not yet decided, and thirteen of the fourteen matches this week matter. Uh, the only yeah, it, the only one that doesn't matter. I was, Go ahead. I was, I was just gonna say um, the yeah, it's nine teams left that we don't know whether they're in um, top six or the top twelve yet. There are some on the bubble between six and twelve. Um, that aren't counted in that, but um, nine teams that don't have a little uh, marker next to them that either says eliminated or <laughs> top six or top twelve. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, the only one that uh, the only match that doesn't matter is Florida Toronto. Um, so I guess just don't watch it or something. I don't know. <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it still should be a good match. Um, it should. Yeah, uh, they played last week, didn't they? And Florida uh, beat him. Florida Toronto? I think so. Oh, maybe. Yeah, they uh, did. I guess they Florida beat him. Would do that twice. Nice. Yeah, so, you, I mean, it's a huge storyline rematch, so watch it for sure. Clearly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, clearly these games matter, Joe, um, and we have four matches to predict that all matter. Seoul, Shanghai Dragons. We talked. We, we briefly teased this one a little bit earlier. Say, I mean, I basically said that the winner of this game has the best chance to make top six instead of the Hangzhou Spark. Um, so this is a very big game between these two teams. Um, and I guess I have the first pick. But these two teams also, I consider them very even this stage. Um, I think they're both not not top teams but they're like right on the outside looking looking at the top teams um and i think they're pretty close to each other as far as skill goes but i'm gonna go with the shanghai dragons here joe to beat this old dynasty i like the shanghai dragons a little bit better i ranked them number one in the power rankings before this stage so i I would be embarrassed if they didn't win this game joe so they will for me yeah there is that um yeah so i I guess in Partly in the spirit of, of contrarianism, but, uh, but but I will I will go for um, Seoul here in the series. I think in general you're right that Seoul, like or the Shanghai, like as a team, I think it is a more solid team. Um, but I think Seoul has shown us um, 
uh, this this stage, but also sort of in general, uh, flashes of of being a greater team. I think it's fair to say. Uh, I mean, uh, this week's other matches like playing fits on Sombra when you know you have uh, Michelle as a as a much better Sombra. I mean, stuff like that is. Um, um, you know, stuff that they're gonna have to work on in terms of, um, you know, figuring out where they, um, uh, what kind of rosters they can actually work in in two 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 and and do that properly. But, um, like you said, they definitely have the potential, um, uh, to take the series. Soul does, um, and, uh, and whoever whoever wins this match is likely gonna take the number six spot, um, off of Hangzhou. I think we've, uh, decided we're in agreement about that. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a big match. Watch this one. Um, it's it's tonight. Uh, next one we have is Washington Justice Atlanta Rain. Washington Justice can play a little uh, a little spoiler here by beating the Atlanta Rain. This is a, an important game for the Atlanta Rain uh, because they are still not yet guaranteed top twelve. They got the LA Valiant trailing trailing behind, trying to catch up, trying to squeeze their way in. So Atlanta Rain, uh, they're gonna want to make sure it's not them who who get who exits the top twelve um, in place of the LA Valiant uh, against Washington Washington Justice, who are undefeated this stage so far and looking like a really good team. And I'm gonna pick Washington Justice. That's right. Um, I think they're really good in two two two, and they're on fire. And I don't. I mean, they're playing for nothing, so I think the pressure's off of them, and that's one of the reasons why they're just just playing so loose, playing free, um, and they're going to win this game, Joe. I'm going Washington Justice, and I, I do think they're going to go undefeated this stage, too. Nice. Uh, so you know what? I'm just gonna go for broke. I, I had already, I had already picked uh, Washington for this series as well, um, but I think Atlanta is. Um, I mean, easily so far, Washington's hardest challenge this stage mm-hmm. um, that they've had. Um, let's see, yeah. Well, it, I mean, other than Vancouver, <laughs> but uh, Vancouver was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Atlanta definitely is their their next most hardest challenge um, this stage. Um, and again, an Atlanta team that is um, granted they're only three and zero, but they are undefeated um, so far this stage. And I think this is part of what's gonna. Um, what it's going to be for them that they're um is this i don't know if we can really say this is the unstoppable force and the immovable object if it's washington and atlanta but um but at the same time i mean it's another good match i think and um uh, yeah so i'll go i'll go atlanta for this one okay yeah i think it go either way um hung just bark versus los angeles gladiators here um, Hangzhou Spark, as I mentioned earlier, looking a little better next week or last week. Um, not still, still me and Joe in agreement that they're having a rough stage, not looking like one of the best teams. LA Gladiators almost dropped a game to the Dallas Fuel though uh, last week as well, so they're on a little bit of a downtrend. I think a lot of people um, had them like top three of their power rankings. They're they're maybe falling off a little bit in people's power rankings, but they're still one of the top teams. Um. Did they did they clinch top six yet? No, they they are still top twelve. But um, I think they win this one, and I think that that will clinch them top six. So 
Uh, I think Gladiators win this one. Hangzhou Spark. They're just better than the Hangzhou Spark. Yeah, and this this one I this one I'll agree with you on too. I think, uh, and like I've been saying for lots of these teams, I think Gladiators too definitely have have some work to do in this meta. Uh, they're definitely not there yet. I think uh, they're much better at. I mean, it was the who did they, what match am I thinking of this week? Um, they, they proved definitive, definitively they're not, but they're a lot better at the double sniper than they are the May Reaper. Uh, that must have been the the Dallas or the Dallas yeah. Gladiators game. That I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's definitely still work they've got to do, but yeah, I think you're right that um, they're gonna be able to take this off of uh, Tangzhou with with not much problem. Yeah, I mean, their their Reaper May is is fine, but once you um. Once you get decay on a sniper, like the other teams cowering in fear. So, um, yeah, decay on a widow is just is just fantastic. Uh, so if they run that, I think they're gonna have an easy time against Hangzhou. Dallas Fuel Guangzhou Charge last game of the whole week, um, and by this uh, we'll we'll know more about Dallas Fuel's fate by by the end of this. But it's gonna be very hard for them to squeeze into the playoffs at this point um but guangzhou charge um like i said earlier they possibly could have a chance to make top six still um a lot of stuff's gonna need to happen but this is this is a win they need for that to happen as well um but i'm easily going guangzhou charge here they're they're one of my favorite teams this stage um and i i think i think they're finally peaking here uh so i I think guangzhou charge wins this one yeah, this was sort of our gimme, I think, um, <laughs> this week. But that's okay. Um, that yeah, I'm, I'm also picking Guangzhou. Uh, I think they're just looking too good not to uh, not to think. And Dallas is um, not so much this stage, which is unfortunate. But uh, I mean, it's. Well, I was gonna say it's flashes of season one Dallas field, but I guess stage four was their good stage. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's it's hard to say exactly. But uh, uh, but yeah, I'm going going uh or it's hard to say exactly like what's going on yeah uh with dallas but yeah i've gotta um gotta say i'm also going with guangzhou for that particular match all right joe uh so we had two different picks right uh yeah. all right so you're you're not gonna be able to catch up to me this week exactly but you do have one week after this um so we'll i mean it's coming down to the wire here we'll see what happens um but yeah i i think that's it for this episode 50 unless you have anything else to say uh, i don't think so nope. other than yeah it's, it's been quite a year <laughs> <laughs> yes it has um yeah next next week's gonna be like our one year anniversary of on the flank joe um exciting um uh, but yeah, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow our personal Twitter accounts. Mine is at JWGeorgeIV. Joe's is at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. That's I-N-C. Our show has a Twitter at On The Flank Show. Joe tweets out some great graphics over there. You can keep you can keep up with our prediction standings, our picks every week. Uh, if you go follow us on Twitter there, you can tweet at us. You can email us on the flank show at gmail.com if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about here on the show. Uh, you're listening to this in one way. If you want to listen to it a different way, 
Uh, you can go to on-the-flank.pinecast.co on your internet browser. It's on my YouTube, which is John George. You're going to find that via my Twitter. We're on iTunes. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. Go leave us a review. Go subscribe. Uh, and thank you guys. Enjoy uh, Stage 4, Week 4.